Hi, I'm Becca Otis from Five Lines Pottery in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I'm Ryan Durbin from RD Ceramics located in Southgate, Kentucky. And welcome to Wheel Talk. Hey guys, we've loved answering all of your questions so far. If you'd like to hear your question on the podcast, please send them to us on Instagram at Wheel Talk Podcast or by email to wheeltalkpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Get it? <laughs> Got it. Get it. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Becca. So um, we are going to, we're, we're doing a new thing um, just so that we can kind of, we're, we're mixing it up a little bit and we're going to start doing um, some 30-minute episodes that are pretty condensed and um, focusing on listener questions. And uh, this way we, we're going to add, what did we decide, two episodes at the end of each month, uh, two 30-minute episodes, one on Wednesday and one on Saturday, in the last week of the month. Yeah, we're going to try that kind of um, layout because we're kind of getting to the point where having content that is well thought out and ready to go for two hours of content every single week, we just don't want to dull down the quality. So we're trying to keep the quality up. And we have a plethora of listener questions all the time. So some of yeah. these questions fall in a range of like, are they short answers? Can we answer them in two minutes? Or are they longer answers that need like 15 or 20 minutes? Because that's kind of an in-between state where it's not really a full episode, but it's not really a short one. So the idea is we're going to try to answer a couple listener questions that are kind of longer that um, we can do in a in a 30-minute time span. So. Yeah, we're gonna give it, a and go. we figure we can give you two episodes in a week, which will satisfy your brain brain waves, but also um, free up a little bit of time for us as well. So, yay! Yeah, sweet. Okay, so let's do it. So, but we are gonna read a review, and then we'll get to our listener questions. Um, read, uh, but before you go read the review, the these this episode is gonna be out before the end of the f- May. So if you have any last-minute reviews that you want oh, yeah. to send to get into the sticker giveaway, um, Becca just sent out... How many stickers or how many envelopes did you send out last week? I think, I think it was like seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. So we lot. got we got seven or eight people that sent us reviews as well as like gave us their mailing address. She even shipped some to like Canada and Slovenia and like the UK, I think maybe. So yeah, it's only a buck fifty to ship to Europe. So... If you're in Europe, you are not excluded from the stickers. Yes. So all you got to do is do your review, screenshot it, send it to us on Instagram or through email, and then give us your mailing address, and we'll ship you some stickers. So Yay! We got, yeah. we got, probably, we got more than seven or eight. I mean, we probably got like 15 reviews in the last you know few weeks since we first announced that, so... Thanks so much for all the reviews, whether you told us your address to get stickers or not. We appreciate them. Yeah, and if we missed you, you should light us up again. Be like, hey, you missed me, and I never got stickers. So, um, yeah. Because we're not perfect. Okay, this is our review uh, from Valerie Flynn. <laughs> and this is a special review because <laughs> Val's like one of my best friends. <laughs> okay. Um, it says... Becca has been my... Oh, it says hilariously educational. Five stars. Thank you, Val. Um, (laughs) Becca has been my friend and pottery mentor for the past five years. I have learned so much from her 
uh, my, oh, I've learned more from her than anyone else I know. She is the most giving person I've ever met, and it comes through on the podcast. I continue to learn more from her every time I listen. Knowing Becca literally makes me want to be a better person. I hate it. <laughs> and I love her. Um, okay, this is awkward. Um, she is a delight to know, and if you listen to this podcast for long, you will see what I mean. And then there's Ryan. Sweet, sweet Ryan. This man has just completely <laughs> stolen my heart. He is the absolute <laughs> perfect match for Becca's How Do I Say Rambunctious? Ryan is concise, professional, and clearly has the heart the size of a wildebeest. <laughs> Concise? I don't know about that, but okay. (laughs) The relationship between these two is an absolute delight. I'm so glad they found each other and started a podcast. Totally meant to be. I wanted to read that review because of the wildebeest part, and I totally forgot the first part. And then when I was starting to read it, I was like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh, I love that review. The wildebeest part is the best. <laughs> what, what was it? A heart the size of a wildebeest? You have the heart. You have a heart the size of a wildebeest. <laughs> if if there was ever a T-shirt that needed to be made, it should be that Ryan's heart. Just just the, just like a logo of a wildebeest, right where my heart would be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, okay moving on what is our question all right so this question came from dj harry pottery and it asks how do you balance the demand for a particular item with its profit potential for example my four pound planters four pounds of clay take up the volume of six mugs i'm guessing in the kiln uh Mm -hmm. i sell mugs for twenty dollars but I could never sell planters for $120 if you do six mugs at $20, you know, same amount of uh, sales. Uh, it seems like the bigger an item, the smaller its profit-making potential. Am I right? What are your thoughts? My first thought is why can't you sell a planter for $120? If there's anybody you could sell a planter to, it's somebody who likes plants for $120. <laughs> I've never <laughs> sold a planter for $120. I think I probably sold it for... Uh, I don't know, seventy bucks maybe before sixty bucks. Gosh, planters! I'm I was so I've surprised. Never made a four pound planter. Four pounds is a lot for a planter. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, I was that's a big boy. Yeah. I was so surprised when I got into the planter business, how much those fuckers sell for. Anyway, um, you make a solid point that larger items can tend to take up space. Uh, versus smaller items. I think that... Uh, let's see. There's not really, like... For me, the the benefit... What's the reason to have bigger items? The reason I have them is so that I have a range of price points in my booth. You know, some people are looking for more decorative things or bigger things that they want to gift. Maybe it's not as nice of a gift to gift somebody a $20 mug as it is to gift them, like, a big serving bowl that's 70 bucks or something. Or maybe... You know, it depends on who they're who they're buying it for. If it's like a wedding gift, maybe it's more appropriate to gift them like a vase that's bigger and it's like seventy bucks. Or, yeah. Or they're giving their mom something for Mother's Day. It's, you know, maybe they already have a bunch of mugs. So. 
I feel like the train is very whistly today. <laughs> like, <laughs> it came Maybe just in time, and we were talking for like thirty minutes before this. We didn't hear a train, and just when we start recording, there's a train. So the conductor was like, "Oh, I've had a shot of whiskey tonight. Let's let's blow this horn fifteen times." Okay, um, I feel like why? But like I, mm, I. I just keep thinking about how Marshall, my friend, who's a who's a photographer, always says, "You have the big stuff, so you can bring people in." Like he has this huge, huge, huge photograph, like photograph of Kolchak, that's like, which is a mountain and a, like a lake that's in Washington. That's like right in front of his booth, and it like draws people in. And he he's like, "I don't genuinely expect to sell that," you know, right? Like. He's like, it'd be fucking great if I did. But it's not something that... Today I'm going to sell that cold check. Like, that's not in the forefront of his mind. Um, and that's how, kind of how I feel about larger pieces. Why can't you make that planter $120? Like, why not? You and know? some of the reason you price things that you don't make many of, some of it, like, I price stuff higher because I don't want to be churning them out. Like, yeah. if I'm making a serving bowl for instance i think i price them at like 70 bucks now i should probably drop it down to like 65 because it was at like 60 last year and i keep bumping it up because i'm like i don't make enough of them so some of it you kind of price it for like it's got to be worth it for you to sell it you don't price it in relation to i could sell you know like pounds of clay like if i throw a mug and it's one pound of clay i'm not going to say a four pound bowl is just four times the cost of a mug like, right, that no. doesn't really make sense for me to do it that way. It's just, you know, I, I I think the bowl, like, I price it based on what I'm willing to get for it, as well as, like, do I want to be making a ton of them? You know, do they sell when I have them? You know, I would say one out of every, like, you know, 30, well, not 30 sales, but, like, probably once a show, I'll sell a bowl, a big bowl, for instance. So... Like, I don't want to be selling five of those at a show because I don't make yeah. that many. So, And also, like, packing up those large bowls is kind of a pain. It is nice um, when you don't have to pack them back into the bin at the end of the day. That is nice. Totally true. Yeah, no, I think that um, I would also say, I don't know, um, I think that, I think that the large pieces can be sold for, you know, a little bit more expensive and i know that's not really the question it's not really the question that the 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 bigger items have a smaller profit i don't think that that's the way it should be i think that the bigger items should have the same amount of profit um maybe you just need to make your bigger items better um yeah it's asking about the balancing the demand for a particular item with its profit potential i mean the mugs The mugs have a very high demand on them. So you have to bump the price up to keep up with the, what you can supply. And I feel like it's more of a supply and demand question than a profit potential question. Like, yeah. what am I comfortable supply-wise based on the demand? And I don't really think about the space concern in the kiln when I'm deciding what i'm gonna make i mean it's more about like what i want to spend time making and 
I do kind of drag my feet like, oh, I need to make some more pictures. I haven't made pictures in a while. So it's like, you know, when I do make them, it is a lot of clay. So you have to have a lot of clay prepped. And then, you know, you throw it. It's not that hard to throw, but like space wise, it does take up a lot of space in a damp box. So I can't make like 10 of them at once because I don't have enough damp box space to store them. So, I mean, that's kind of a factor. I got to make like four at a time and kind of work, work through it that way and, uh, you know, dry them really slow. So there's just more risk that goes on with making those bigger items because you got to be conscious of, am I putting the handle on at the right time? Because you don't want to have cracking and am I, you know, trimming it at the right time if you trim it or, you know, do I have the kiln space to store it in here? and glaze it and everything and i mean that's kind of a concern but it's more just like you got to be a lot more careful with it if i have a mug i'm not as careful with the mugs because i i know what to expect yeah also um dj harry pottery i think you can sell your mugs for more than 20 dollars. that's true as well i'm just looking maybe at he was maybe right they now. were just throwing 20 bucks out there but yeah, I, if you weren't, if you were just throwing money out there, that's totally fine. I'm just saying that you have pretty good stuff, and I think you could get more than twenty dollars for them. Just a thought, um, just because you're worth it. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I th- yeah, I. Um, Do you yeah. think uh, bigger items? It seems like a bigger an item, the smaller is profit potential. Do you feel like that's true? doesn't have to be true no. right man i'm just thinking about the stuff at work and like how we make large bowls very frequently and i was and i'm more thinking about like our the person that sells our items and no i don't i don't think that like the large bowls like the the larger bowl, I can't remember what it's called, but the bigger bowl, that's what it's called. The bigger bowl, she sells it for like $150. It's called the bigger bowl? Yeah. <laughs> she sells it for so much money. And Does people it just, buy it. Yeah. So you're not pricing that. I'm not pricing that big bowl to sell it. I'm pricing it for the right. It's got to be kind of a like iffy for me. Like, for like the right I almost customer. feel like it's too bad pricing it that high. But I want somebody that's willing to buy it at that price. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it's pretty incredible. I mean, yeah, the bigger bowl is $165. The everything bowl is um, $99. So, like, and the, like, the smaller bowl that she has is, like, 50 you know? Um, so What's a smaller bowl, that- like a cereal bowl? It's about that size, but it's got a spout and stuff. Um, But I just... I do understand what he's saying, though. Because, like... um, I feel that way about bowls. Just bowls versus... I think not even necessarily, like, large bowls, but, like, bowls versus mugs. Yeah. Okay? So it's, it's been a continuous problem for me that I feel like, you know, a mug can be, I don't know, you can sell a mug for $50, easy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or somebody can. And, or even, let's say it's 30 right? A $30 yeah, my mug. my mug is 30 bucks. yeah. Okay, a $30 mug. And that mug, you could fit 
three of those mugs in the same spot of a bowl, right? And a bowl, if you sell a bowl for more than $20, people are like, what the fuck? I'll sell my bowls for 24 and then 28 for the shallow pa- pasta bowl. Shallow Do they bowls. buy it? Do people buy them? Yeah. Yeah? I bumped it I up just, this year. It was 20 bucks before. I bumped up to 24 because I was kind of getting ahead of it. Like, you know, I said, because it was a big hit, if I sold four of them, I was like, shit, I just sold four bowls. Yeah. And then at like the first show this year, I sold four of those pasta bowls. They were 28 bucks a piece. Somebody bought the whole set because they're just stacked there. They're like, oh, there's a set of bowls right there. I can get a whole set of bowls in my cabinet. And they didn't think twice about the price? No, they were, I mean, they were looking at the different bowl sets, but they were like, this is the one I want. I want all four. And I was like, sweet. (laughs) Sweet. Yeah, no, I just, well, I mean, for me, I guess, when I'm looking at stuff, for some reason in my brain, a mug has a higher value rate than a bowl does, which just seems absolutely ridiculous to me now that, like, when I think about it, because... Really, to me, and you know, when I was selling those, um, I sold my pieces last week or two weeks ago. The three pieces that I had, I sold one of the. I sold the bowl for one hundred and forty dollars. Nice. And it's like a cereal size bowl. Yeah. And did you feel a little guilty with that price? No. I didn't, because Rebecca told me I couldn't. Nice. But. She was the one that chose the price. Okay. Um, but, like... <sighs> is it because of the miles you put on a mug versus a bowl is, like, nowhere close, so the mug has more value? Maybe. I guess I don't even use mugs. I don't. No, I'm even, talking like, about I'm... a typical user of mugs that's going to buy a mug. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. I Yeah, maybe. Or maybe it's just because that's what potters do. Potters but make mugs. But wouldn't that... I don't know. I... <sighs> I don't know. Do you ever think when you're buying something that you kind of think about, am I getting $30 of value out of this? Like, is it worth me if I use it, you know, 60 times, is it worth 50 cents each time I used it? Like, do you ever think of it that way? How much, how many times am I going to use this thing? And is it going to be worth it to me? I don't, I don't. I don't know. Do some (laughs) people think of it that way? I don't know. Because I don't think that way because I don't buy something unless I use it, you know, like... The only thing that's questionable amongst that that rule of mine is that I have a bajillion stupid cups and mugs in my cupboard. But, like, all the bowl... I use every single dish that is not a cup or a mug, you know, like, frequently. So, if I don't use it frequently, then I don't buy it. And if I don't have a use for it, I won't buy it. But, um... That's why I don't buy any more cups. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no possible way that I use every single mug that I have in my collection. I mean, we have right. seen my collection. I have like a hundred, right? Yeah, there's no way. And I'm usually the one that uses the mugs. And on average, I use a mug for two days. And then I usually use somebody's mug for the Monday, Tuesday. And then I use somebody else's mug for Wednesday, Thursday. Wednesday, Thursday. And then I use one of my mugs on Friday. And I change it every single week. So I try to not use the same mug, you know, week to week and probably don't use the same one for probably three or four months after the next, you know, the last time I use it. Yeah. That way I keep changing it up. But there are some mugs that I have used and I like 
we'll leave them up there and I kind of like have let them serve their retirement on the shelf. Like I don't really use them that much. Yeah. And it could be for function or it could be like, you know, I got this one mug in like Italy. So it's like a remembrance of our trip to Italy. It's not necessarily like I got it for the function of that perfect mug. Right. It's more like a remembrance of that memory. So, um, there's some of those kind of things or just, you know, preferences of like, you know, do I like a one finger handle? Not usually, but are there a couple mugs that I have that are one finger handles that I'll use more frequently on occasion? Yeah. So, um, your practicality is just phenomenal. (laughs) Ryan, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) But that also factors in with what I'm going to buy, right? I mean, I'm going to buy it if I'm going to, if it like fits with what I, what I like, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, uh, I don't, I've, I, going back to this question, I don't, I, I don't think there has to be a bigger, a smaller profit on bigger items. I think that's the end that's the answer that i have i think that you can scale it up and if you're do you do you base it on whether you sell things too quickly and you're kind of out of stock and you you're like hey i can probably bump the price up a little bit no i i'm basing it on the fact that you're you're worth like you should be worth that 120 dollar planter you know six by 20 is huge no, they're saying six mugs at twenty dollars a piece it comes up to one hundred twenty dollars. Oh, okay. I was that's like, damn, mean. that's a fucking huge ass planter for four pounds. <laughs> that's like a bonsai planter <laughs> if it's six inches tall by twenty inches wide. <laughs> like, damn. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, do you get down to the nitty gritty of like profit margin on individual forms and no. stuff? I don't. I feel like, you know what, also I was thinking about that and, like, the bigger stuff. Like, there's no, <laughs> when it's, like, a big item, there's never a question of, like, you know, the mug. You're like, okay, how long did this take me to make? Like, how many pounds of clay? Like, how much does it take up in the kiln? Blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, we've done, like, the whole math about that. With a big item, you're like, eh, it looks like $65. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, that looks I like mean, I mean, I use bucks. the mug as my, like, confidence builder of, like, okay, I'm confident yeah. in this price. I know it can sell at this price, and I know people are going to buy it at this price, and how many I can keep up with inventory-wise. And then I kind of base other things larger in relation to that yeah. price. So that's kind of how yeah, I came it's like to the mug is, 60 bucks the mug for the bowl. The mug is your base price. Bucks. Yeah. That's like your, that's your line, right? That's the line that yeah. is, um, yeah. But the yeah, harder thing was coming up with some of the, the like carved pieces. Like what am I going to price this carved mug at? Or what am I going to price this carved planter at? Cause I'm like, what are people willing to pay for a planter? I mean, I'm like a carved planter. Like I would like to sell it for you know seventy five bucks with a saucer, but like is that realistic? Is someone gonna spend seventy five bucks for a planter, uh, like carved planter with a saucer? I'm yeah, like, maybe. Yes, I think so. P- plant but it's people also, are I fucking have... crazy. <laughs> like we've already discussed this. Plant people are fucking crazy. They are yeah. in the best way possible. By the way, 
Um, but they're willing to play. They're willing to pay it. And a lot Most of the of time, I'll think of it. What would happen if I got somebody that reached out and said, "I want five of those." Am I going to be happy with it if I say, "I want five of those serving bowls that look like this"? Am I going to be happy with selling that bowl for fifty dollars? If I got an order for five, am I going to be happy with two hundred and fifty bucks for the, for those five? Or is that going to feel like a chore? Like, am I going to be like, huh? Okay, now if it's seventy dollars and I got it for five of those, like, is three hundred and fifty bucks going to feel better? Yeah. Like, all right, I oh, can do that. Hell yeah. So that'll kind of that's a way that I kind of think about it as well. Because I'm yeah. going to have to make more of those, and if it's not worth it, then maybe you're pricing too low. And yeah. your profit's not enough there, so. I don't know if there's an answer to this question. It's more of just like a thought. It's a, like a thought question. It's yeah. like, let's let's talk about this and like really, you know, consider it. But generally, I don't really think of volume. The volume of the pieces doesn't really concern me. It's more of the inventory question. Well, yeah, that's another thing, too. It's like, are you making enough pieces where a planter that takes up the space of six mugs really matters you know like um how often are you firing your kiln if you're firing your kiln every single day and you can't keep up then yeah it matters but if you're firing your kiln once a week twice a week it doesn't really matter at that point because the space that you're taking like the cost of firing is so little comparatively to the cost of the bowl or the cost of the mugs because technically like if you wanted to sell a planter even for sixty dollars and you put that in the kiln and you had the only only thing in your kiln was that planter and you sold it the next week you would have paid for that firing tenfold because the firing is only going to cost you like six dollars six to ten dollars so really i think that what I've learned over the past couple of years is to not be so chintzy with clay and with space because there's plenty of both. Um, unless, unless, like I said, unless you're firing eight kilns once a day, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, at that point, it does kind of matter. But... Um, but if you're not, if you're not firing that that frequently, then it's... It's really, are you, is that a realistic, like, cost analysis? Because, because that bowl, like, that big bowl is really not taking up that much time, like, that much money in the space of the kiln, essentially. What if, what if this scenario comes up? Okay, you've got to show this Saturday. It's Monday okay. right now. You could fire one kiln. If you can have enough stuff to fill one kiln and fire one kiln, are you going to put in there six mugs or one planter? Oh, I'm always going to do the mugs. I'm going to do the mugs because, you know, what are the chances of me selling two of those mugs or four of those mugs? Like, there's a better selling chance for the mugs than there are for the one planter. I'm putting all my weight in this one planter if I only, like, fire that. Well, and not only that, but the fact that you might sell those four mugs to four different people that might tell four different people that you got that mug. Like, there's so much more uh, growth, essentially, from those mugs. 
Yeah. So yeah, I'm always going to choose the mugs. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I I can always have a chance of selling those mugs. Even if you only sell two of the mugs, like a dollar's a dollar, right? So if you sell two of those mugs at 20 bucks, that's 40 bucks towards something. And if you didn't sell the planner, then you made 0 bucks. But you yeah. could have made 120 bucks. But it's or like 120 even bucks if or your nothing. planter was $60, you know, we'll, we'll yeah. push it down to a little bit more of yeah. a realistic price. But, um, yeah. Huh. That was a good ending question. That was a good question to be yeah. like, hmm. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you with the thought-provoking questions. Provoking questions. I got the heart okay. of a wildebeest. You do have the heart of a wildebeest. It <laughs> <laughs> makes me think of this movie. There's a movie where they there's it's like a comedy and he's like wildebeest, <laughs> but I can't remember what it is. Oh I don't gosh. know what it is. I can't remember. I'll have to find it out. But oh. All right. Well, we're at, we're at 28 minutes and 45 seconds. Yeah, look at us getting on, being on time. Look at us. Woo, I feel so accomplished. I know. All right, well, thanks everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed this uh, shorter episode. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah, peace. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it and we're having so much fun. If you want to follow us individually on Instagram, you totally can. Uh, Ryan's Instagram handle is at RD Ceramics and mine is Five Lines Pottery. That's the number five. We would love to hear from you and don't forget to write us a review on our podcast. We read every single one of them and we totally appreciate them. They help us out an awful lot and they also put smiles on our faces. I hope you guys continue to listen, and we love you. Thanks. Bye.